Romans 3, 1 through 8. Then what advantage has the Jew? Or what is the value of circumcision? Much in every way. To begin with, the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God. What if some were unfaithful? Does their faithlessness nullify the faithfulness of God? By no means. Let God be true, though everyone were a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified in your words and prevail when you are judged. But if our unrighteousness serves to show the righteousness of God, what shall we say? That God is unrighteous to inflict wrath on us? I speak in a human way. By no means. For then how could God judge the world? But if through my lie, God's truth abounds to his glory, why am I still being condemned as a sinner? And why not do evil that good may come? As some people slanderously charge us with saying, their condemnation is just. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Very light theological topic to cover. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. So (laughs) we'll just pray and wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah. I think this one kind of explains itself. This one's (laughs) self-explanatory. Yeah. Yeah. This... this is a, a a great passage that we are continuing to work our way into the hope mm-hmm. of Christ. Yes. And that we got to remember that that's where Paul's heading yeah, yeah. in Romans. He's going to paint the mm-hmm. picture that ultimately a verse we're about to read, we're all sinful and separated from God. There is none righteous, no, not one. He hasn't gotten there yet, but that's where we're going. Mm-hmm. That's the case mm-hmm. he's building. And then he's going to present the hope of Christ. So we're still in the movement of there is no one who can stand justly before God, but he does ask the question. So what's the point Mm -hmm. of being one of God's chosen people being, being an offspring of Abraham? What's, what's benefit of that? If nobody can stand Mm -hmm. and the benefit, I love this word, such an interesting word. I'm glad the ESV chose to use it. The benefit of being a Jewish person was that God revealed his oracles to them. And what that's what we would call the old Testament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what the oracle oracles are? Like, it sounds very like Lord of the Rings ish, doesn't it? Yeah. It's so an oracle. Tell us, Thomas. Uh, an oracle. <laughs> here, this is fascinating. An oracle. <laughs> I don't know, Thomas. Do you know what an oracle you, is? Oh, well, guess. Funny, <laughs> funny you I'm should so ask. I'm glad you asked. Um, an oracle, this is so interesting. An oracle is, is a revelation mm-hmm. of something hidden. And so what is God doing? He chose the Jews to reveal the hidden things about himself. Mm -hmm. And we see that in the Old Testament. And that is a benefit. They got to personally know the God that everybody else could just knew exist Mm -hmm. through creation. There's a great benefit to that. But here's the kicker. Just because you have a Bible, it doesn't make you a Christian. Yeah. Just because you had the God revealed to you in the scriptures themselves it was still no currency with God. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the the problem is that on one hand, it's a benefit. On the other hand, it's like double weighty. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things that I love how Roman, one of my favorite parts about Roman's structure is Paul throws these these questions in. Like he, he kind of builds the skeptics of mm-hmm. his audience into the narrative of the letter. And you, so you get these questions that he, he proposes, he kind of anticipates and he answers them. And uh, I think what, what he does really effectively is portray the mystery of the gospel. Yeah. And and that is a, a phrase that Paul uses yeah. constantly. The, the mystery of the gospel that God set forth, 
from the beginning of time. And so here he, he begins to toy with this tension that begins to develop. Well, okay. If you know, the, the unrighteousness of the, the Jewish people or the unrighteousness of men shows the righteousness of God, then like, should we even be accountable? And he, he, asserts like, no, we are responsible for our actions. And mm-hmm. and this is, you know, something that pops up again in, in um, chapter six and chapter nine. Mm-hmm. Paul is continuing to to develop this tension between the glory and authority of God and the responsibility of man. And, and I think that that is really what begins to surface here. Yeah, that's so good. I also think... In verse two, when he's talking about the Jews being entrusted with the oracles of God and he questions, you know, does their faithlessness nullify the faithfulness of God by no means? Let God be true, though everyone were a liar. I think just him pointing out in the oracles of God. So through the Old Testament, we so clearly see the faithfulness of God. Mm-hmm. And that's just where my mind immediately jumped to reading this passage is, wow, yes, like we were or the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God Mm -hmm. and through the entire course of the old Testament, no matter how unfaithful the Israelites were to the Lord, he displays his faithfulness and he's in this covenantal relationship with them. And again and again, that's what we see. And Paul is basically saying, no matter how unfaithful Mm -hmm. the Israelites were, the Jews are, God remains faithful. Um, And I think of second Timothy, you know, even when we're faithless, like he remains faithful. He can't deny himself that this is pointing directly to the character of God. Mm, That's right. He is always going to be faithful, even when we're not. Yeah. And when, when we, we flesh this out, it can look like if we read it wrong, that God's God's faithful and he's waiting for us to fail because he knows that we will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's not the character of God that we see revealed in scripture. We don't see a God who hopes will fail. Yeah. We don't see a God who's playing a mean trick on us. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but Paul says, you know, and in, in, and he says, I speak in in a human way, as in verse five, as he kind of teases mm-hmm. that idea out. Mm-hmm. What we see here is God sets us up, reveals Himself to us, like is kind to us, and we still fail. Yeah. yeah exactly. And that makes Him utterly just. Yeah. In in punishing us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what we see instead is that God is going to do the ultimate rescue act. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think too, Paul is, he's setting God apart from, yeah, exactly. you know, he's writing to people in Rome. And when we think of, you know, that time period, there's, there's the Roman gods and, and that old mm-hmm. system of, of deities and, and demigods. And, those, if you read like Greek and Roman mythology, all of those myths, the the gods are very backhanded. They're manipulative. Yeah, they're very yeah. sneaky. Yeah. Exactly. And, and they they kind of toy with humanity. And so, I think he's he's addressing sort of that cultural instinct that people might have had, or that response they would have had of like, okay, well, like then is God just kind of like is he, is he sneaky and, yeah. and kind of taking advantage of us? Like mm-hmm. these other stories of gods, like, is he just like them? 
And and that is where Paul is stepping in and saying, No, he mm-hmm. he is nothing he has nothing to do with this. He is utterly holy yeah, and just holy. and sanctified and set apart. Yes. There there's a purpose in the hopelessness that Paul is creating. Yeah. Yes. He he is mm-hmm. creating a human hopelessness, mm-hmm. but he's he's foreshadowing a hope in the living God. And yeah. I think that's that's where he's really building and it's about to come to a, a culmination in this next these next couple of sections in Romans three. Mm-hmm. But for now he's gonna leave us hanging. <laughs> so we're just gonna have to wait till tomorrow yeah. to dig in a little bit yeah. more. And so for Will Carlisle and Katie Dickens, I'm Thomas Nelson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.